How are we doing, everybody? This is AJ Torsa calling strikes, courtesy of the Worst Take Network. And I got a long list to cover. I got about a dozen things. I've gathered myself together. Um, it's been uh, very hectic on my part. I apologize for the lack of content, everybody. But here I am. And I just want to let everybody know that, well, I'm here. <laughs> but... I want to let everybody know, most of the Yankee fans, and there's a lot of stubborn ones, but now I could go on for days about how Stanton is not going to be traded, nor will he ever be traded for the most part, because it doesn't look like he's going to want to be traded, and who's going to pay for the rest of his contract? Exactly. So, furthermore, I just want to say this. Now, mind you, I've seen my Yankees, let's see... I remember 2017, the Astros won it all. They were a very hot team. Uh, there was no expectations going in. It was just going to, hey, let's see what we have. There was a lot of trouble between Hal Steinbrenner and Brian Cashman. It was a, you must stay underneath the cap. A lot of fans didn't like that. Hal's going, oh, we shouldn't have to spend $200 million on ball players, But yet you trade for Stanton? Really? You know, that sort. It was just a good amount of, hey, we're dumping bad contracts or letting them expire. We're not trying to go too over the salary cap, even though you could afford it. And we go from there. But I've seen months and spans at a time where things have just been all over the place. I remember there was one month I saw Stanton and Andujar were the only ones that hit consistently for a month. And when you have consistency like that, that's unacceptable, as you know. It's absolutely unacceptable. You got to do more. I mean, yeah, guys go into slumps, but that guess what? If you only have two guys hitting on a team throughout one through nine, and this is with the DH back then, it's like, hey, what's happening with the seven other guys? You had Miguel Andujar, you know, uh, Mr. Rookie Doubles. And then Stanton had himself a great year, and that was with a month where he had a hamstring injury. And I think uh, Judge was out for a little bit, so I mean, that was just crazy. But I've seen these stretches, sometimes 15 to 20 games. But then, you know, the fans are like, oh, we can't go below 500. Oh my God, look at the Blue Jays. Oh my God, look at the Orioles, the worst team in baseball. Well... I've seen my team go good for a month and then bad for a month. I've seen guys like Mark Teixeira. Now, only 60 games. This is the biggest thing, of course. I won't stop saying it, just for the record. But I remember times where, outside of his year where he almost won MVP until he fouled the ball off his shin and he ended up break, uh, breaking a fracture in the bone. He was on crutches for the rest of the year. Mark Teixeira, after a couple injury-plagued seasons, and I saw his workout routine, and let me tell you something. I'm thinking to myself, if I did this workout routine the way he did it, now he goes, oh, well, I just uh, lighten up the weights during the season, the offseason, I do this amount or whatever. It's like, but still, if you saw his workout routine, it's no wonder why the guy was hurt. No wonder why his wrist hurt. It was, I mean, that's bodybuilder-type stuff there. It's not an athlete. That's a bodybuilder. They're two different things. So everyone could say, oh, Texas, Shared Glass, whatever. I got news for you. That guy was a gold glover. 
and when he was healthy, and he even goes, hey, even if I'm 70% as far as health goes, he goes, hey, if I'm 70%, I know I can at least rip a double. I know I could play first base. He said Jacoby Ellsbury couldn't. Different case. I won't go there. But I remember him when he was a Yankee. He really didn't start hitting until May. So that means all of April you're just going to get what you get. And then May he starts turning, getting himself uh, well in rhythm. Turning the Jets really. And with 60 games they're going to have at least one hot and cold streak. Right now they're in a cold streak. And yeah, it's gotten excessive. Yes, all the guys are trying to do too much. Yeah, having Judge not in the lineup hurts. Losing DJ for a while hurt. Not having Glaber in there hurt. Now, I do I wonder if Glaber Torres should wear contacts or goggles while playing ball? Yeah, I mean... I'm not saying this is Brian McCann with his squinting problems or anything else, but I wonder if he's seeing the ball well. Same thing with Gary Sanchez. There's a lot to cover, but as far as the hot and cold, or this is acceptable, this is not, if you follow the game, this goes with any team, you know, depending on how you look at it, you will know how a star performs healthy and hurt, when a guy is hot or cold, how a player is seeing the ball, hitting the ball, if he just gets bad luck. I remember Neil Walker when he was a Yankee. Now, I know bad and average is a poor statistic to bring up, but I think he hit like a 210, and that was the hardest 210 average I've ever seen. And that's with sometimes only playing twice a week and I get it but just remember when you hit every day and you hit 230 like some of these guys do and the way that you are a bench guy or a filling guy depending on injuries and you're hitting you know once or twice a week and you're getting 210 and you're getting very good at bats in there's a lot that goes into it you can't just look at one number and being like oh yeah this is what it is Come on. This isn't corrupt business analytics here. This is baseball. You got to watch the game. You can't just look at the numbers in the paper. I mean, I did as a kid, but I didn't know about the game back then. I'll never forget. My father would bring me the issue of uh, the News Times. And sure enough, I go to the sports section. I would just check the boxes. And I I remember seeing uh, Derek Jeter raising his bad average because he had a four-hit game. Just exciting things. The headlines, all the New York, Boston, and uh, sometimes even the Philadelphia news. It was just great. It's a childhood memory I'll cherish. But the verdict here is, if you're a Yankee fan, you're worried. I get it. But also just remember this. The teams that they're facing, they're not bad teams. The Orioles aren't really considered bad. Toronto, or Buffalo, I should say, isn't bad. So don't stress yourself and don't try and do too much. The Yankees will be okay. And drop expectations. They've been sky high for too long, especially after the Colts signing. That's all I got, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. Take it easy. Hope you're in the best of health. Later.